Welcome to Start With A Win, where we give you the tools and lessons you need to create business and personal success. Are you ready? Let's do this. Coming to you from Denver, Colorado, home of Remax World Headquarters. It's Adam Canto, CEO of Remax with Start With a Win. I see producer Mark here. How you doing, buddy? That's right. Here I am on the other side of this camera. I'm doing so good. Whoa. What's going on with that voice, buddy? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I got one of those traditional things uh, they used to call a cold back in the day. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I got, I got a cold over this past weekend, and uh, it's just those residuals. You know, they just hang on forever. So uh, now I got this this sweet uh, little bit of a <laughs> the mo- in a world only one man can survive <laughs> are you doing uh, are you doing like uh, radio commercials now or radio yeah, shows or exactly <laughs> well actually it's funny because I noticed on our the intro recording I you know I kind of dug deep on that VO on that one and I, I kind of looking back I'm like I think I was getting over a cold and that one too <laughs> well I, t- I tell you what it sounds good I you know you you can keep it if you want or <laughs> I don't know. It might be hard to sing with that. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. And it, you know, it's just like having your nose drained sucks and you know, <laughs> that's that's no fun. I, I don't want to keep it. <laughs> I don't want to keep it. Well, so. we we like the temporary stand-in yeah. radio voice of <laughs> Mark Labriola. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. How have you been? I've been really good. You know, we're, uh, this is March now. Um, you know, a couple months ago I announced that I'll be retired from mm-hmm. Remax come the end of this month. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's kind of cool. A lot of, a lot of warm, uh, you know, conversations and, and a lot of high fives as well as a lot of well-wishing going on, but it's really cool because, um, been expanding out in the coaching and doing some public speaking nice. as well as, uh, helping, you know, people who have gone. And one of the things I really like is building executives. So helping mm. people that, uh, are, uh, have been in an MBA program or executive MBA program. You know, I went through one of those several years ago, uh, helping everybody really build a great leadership presence in their company hmm. based upon the knowledge that they've gained. Maybe they didn't go through an MBA program, but they just want to want to build that. So we've been working on that a little bit, nice. but, um, you know, overall just love the company Remax and how everybody's treating me with this. Yeah, that's awesome. And and man, Remax is on fire. I mean, if if ever was a time to leave, it's bittersweet, right? Because in, in, in one way, they're just crushing it. And it's like, man, might as well stay around for this amazing thing. But in the on the other hand, it's like, well, you know, there's other things you want to do. And, and, and it's a, a great time to, to leave on top, you know? Oh, totally. I mean, there's so much so much going on. You know, um, we've uh, already released all of our uh, 2021 numbers and things like that. And it just, it was a huge year for Remax. Remax did over 2 million transaction size. Nobody in the world did wow. more than two. I mean, it's never been done before. Hmm. So in 2021, over 2 million transaction size and uh, just a banner year. So you're right. I'm, I'm leaving at the top as well as um, something I want to talk about today, which is trust. Uh, in fact, uh, Newsweek and BrandSpark did a big survey of shoppers, and it reveals that Remax agents are the most trusted by Americans. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And I wonder if that has any correlation to doing the most transactions as well as being the most trusted. Hey, you never know. So, I mean, it's, it's, let's take a step back into, uh, 2020 when COVID was starting. And mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I was, uh, on this Forrester 
panel with some other CEOs, and we all were going through data about what the consumer wants. And the consumer really wants, in this order and heavily weighted to the front end of this, they want trust, safety, and inclusion in the companies that they do business with. So it it was really cool to see the survey by Newsweek and BrandSpark and just how they went out and, and unpacked that to determine who's the most trusted because uh, tr- truly that makes a difference in business. It makes a difference in your life. I mean, don't you want to be trusted by people yeah. for crying out loud? And there are some ways to do that. So I want to unpack uh, basically kind of three categories of how you can build trust today. What do you think? Yeah, this is, I, I, I think it's awesome. I mean, I think trust is, it's interesting and, and you're probably familiar with this, right? It's, I tell my teenager kids like, Hey, trust is the one thing that you uh, can give me and is the most valuable thing, you know, because when I trust you, I can give you more privileges. I can, uh, you know, know that you're doing the right thing when I'm not around. And so you want to make sure to hold on to that. And even if telling the truth or, you know, fessing up to something where, where, you know, you did something wrong, if, as as long as you fess up, that's going to be less of a punishment than, you know, if I find out that you lied and then I can't trust you because that trust is so valuable. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's 100% correct. I mean, we always talked about it in our house about, you know, you have a trust account mm, and you, like can, that. you make all these deposits with truth. The trust bucket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need a big bucket says trust on the side. That's right. And you just fill that bucket up. That's right. Yeah. So it, it, I mean, the reality is it's, it is a bank account or it's, it's a bucket or whatever. And as soon as you, you empty that thing out, uh, life becomes a little more challenging. Mm, right. So we, we have to continue to make deposits in that trust account, and there are some ways we can do that. And there's three ways that you've identified to build this trust. <laughs> three ways. And this is not my original work. However, I've, I've been reinforcing this over, over quite a bit of time. This is, uh, also comes back to several psychology mm. studies and things like that, and, and Harvard Business Review has done some articles on this, and people have written books about trust and things like that. But the reality is, yes, it functionally can be done in, in three categories. So category number one. Hey, uh, Mark, can you give us, can you give us a <laughs> category number one? <laughs> <laughs> right, there we go. Awesome. All right. Well, this, this is a kind of a no brainer. So when you think about it, um, you know, trust in, for the most part is built by building relationships. Hmm. So the category number one is you have to build positive relationships. And I say positive relationships because we have all sorts of relationships in our lives. And those relationships can be just remote relationships. They can be, you know, sporadic. They can be, um, they can be a relationship of distrust. So think about that people, if if Mm -hmm. you have distrust. But um, well, I think we all have those people in our life that, you know, we would say that they're a friend, but every time we talk to them, they're gossiping or talking about how terrible things are. And it's like, man, I don't know if I'd ever share anything really personal with this person because they're, you know, every time I talk to them, they're talking about somebody else's business. And it's like, yeah, we're friends, but I don't necessarily trust you, you know? Exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, do you, do you trust that relationship and, and the, uh, the communication that occurs in that relationship? And like you said, if they're talking trash about other people, uh, when you're around, when you're not around, they're talking trash about you. <laughs> right. So yeah. red flag. Uh, yeah, exactly. There's, um, and I was listening to the radio this morning and they were talking about there's yellow flags and there's red flags. And when you see somebody doing something around you, just know that they're doing it about you when you're not around. That's a red flag to me. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, positive relationships and you have to look at the positive relationships that you have and the relationships that you have with others and that those others have with others. 
mm. when it comes to that. So you're you're generating this cooperation and this interaction between everybody. And um, you know, relationship is not a just a, a two way street here. It's kind of a web of different uh, inter you know this intermingling relationships of all sorts of different people. And when you have really really trustworthy friends those friends have really trustworthy friends. And then you mm. get this, this web of trust going on amongst these people through those relationships. So that, I mean, that's, that's really key is how you build that. Yeah. And here's one of the, the key aspects to that, Mark, is how do you resolve conflict in those relationships? Do you ignore it? Do you argue about it? Are you, uh, you know, humble? about it? Do you have humility and things like that? Mm -hmm. And the reality is we're going to have conflict in life. Right, right. And the most trustworthy relationships will go into that conflict and say, hey, Mark, I, I know we disagree about this and we can respectfully disagree with each other, but let's let's figure out this conflict here. Let's it's the tensions there. I love you, man. Let's figure this out so that we can move on with our relationship in a trustworthy manner. Yeah, and, and I think too, even when it comes to businesses, you know, I'm a huge uh I love Bonvoy Marriott and you know, I, I got the 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 rewards card, all these other kind of things, and I give them my business exclusively because I'm a big fan of their properties and every time I go I have a good experience. Um and this past year we were on a road trip and I we had a terrible experience. And I, you know, when they send you that email like, hey, how was your stay? Uh, you know, I just I spoke my mind a little bit, you know, and just said, Hey, I was really disappointed in this. And, uh, amazingly, instead of them just ignoring it of, you know, thousands and thousands of people putting this in the manager of that, of that property got back to me and then like comped our stay. And I was like, oh, okay, you, 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 uh, instilled that trust again, you know, in the property and the brand and, and it even drove it deeper, you know, where it's like, Oh man, if they're going to do something like this, then I'm, I'm going to be even that much more loyal. Oh, totally. And you know, you're going to have bad experiences places that nothing is always perfect 100% of the time. But the reality is you were honest with them about it. You didn't lose your mind or, you know, blow up at them or, right. or be condescending or insulting or anything like that. You just said, Hey, this, this just wasn't what I believe your standards, what I trust your brand to deliver. Mm -hmm. And they said, well, let's make it right. Yeah. It's I've I've experienced that as well. I mean, we've um, I've, I've experienced it at Marriotts, and I'll tell you what. It's again, you you have to expect. I was on the road in 2019. I was on the road like 200 days, <laughs> so I've I've got well over like a thousand or 1,100 nights room nights in Marriotts, and they why so many in Marriotts mm -hmm. because I trust their brand. I trust yeah. their hoteliers. Uh, no matter where I go to deliver a certain quality and not just the quality, but the caring mm. behind it. So it's, it's a reciprocal relationship. And that's a big part of, you know, having positive relationships is there's a reciprocal aspect where I use their business, their service, and I respect them. And I, I have a smile on my face and I treat their employees with dignity and respect. Like I, I would treat anybody, but it's amazing. Some people don't treat others this way when it comes to that. Yeah. Um, so th they treat me the same way and we've had this lifelong relationship. I've given them a ton of money and they've given me a ton of room nights in hotels. <laughs> Good experiences. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, you, you, you build trust in a brand with that relationship you have with the consumer. So super important. So 
how about number two? All right, number two. Number, give me number two, Mark. Number two. <laughs> number two <laughs> is judgment and expertise. So, I mean, particularly good judgment and expertise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want poor judgment and not poor judgment. <laughs> but you know, when people trust uh, a brand, a leader, a human being, they're trusting that you make decisions that are mutually in the best interest of the situation. So you're not one-sided, you're not selfish, you're not self-centered, you're not egomaniac, you're none of those things, but you have good judgment when you're making decisions that, uh, because let's face it, and there are a lot of people who need to, to listen to this, judgments don't just affect you, they affect other people. They affect businesses, they affect employees, they affect your family, they affect your reputation, which is how other people are judging right. you. Yeah. So the, the reality is you have to use good judgment in order to create trust. And sometimes good judgment means, you know, and, and just to take a little bit of a sidestep here, it does overlap with that relationship aspect. You're not flying off the handle at people. Hmm. You're taking a deep breath and you're determining what is best for this situation. And a lot of times what's best for a situation is an everybody wins outcome. So the judgment can be not, how can I take advantage of that person? And that, that situation, it can be, how can we all win together? Right. Right. And then when you've done that, you build expertise and mm. people trust expertise. So what is expertise? Expertise is the culmination of your perspective, your opinions, your ideas based upon past experience. Right. And it could be based upon education. You know, there, um, the heart doctor did a heart surgery for the first time at some point. Right. Okay. And they probably had somebody else there that had done many, many, many before that was an expert on it. Mm -hmm. But there's a transference of expertise that goes on in life. And yep. people trust it when you seek that expertise by seeking experience, by seeking knowledge. And the reality is a lot of times that expertise and knowledge comes from um, bad judgment every now and then. Right. Yeah. And falling and then picking yourself back up and dusting yourself off and moving forward and not letting it set you back. And then, you know, I think this goes back to, you know, one of your, your big, you know, you're a big proponent of making videos. And so I think it's that idea, right. Of gaining that knowledge and then putting a video out there so that, uh, your sphere of influence can see that and, and, know that you're actually working on yourself, that you're, you know, putting in work and effort, you're learning new things, and then you're sharing that knowledge with people. Because then I think, again, right, that comes back to that building trust aspect where they see you doing what you said is important. And then they're maybe learning from you. And then that is kind of instilling that, filling up that bank account of trust. Like, oh, look at this person gave me some valuable information on their YouTube channel or their social media page. And that, you know, maybe even subconsciously is, is building that, that trust uh, with you, even though they don't know that that's happening. Huge point, Mark. And, and let, me, let me frame that by saying, what do people do when they don't know the answer to something? And, and ultimately, when they don't know the answer to something, they have, there's a fear response. There's an unknown that's mm -hmm. going on. And I'm not saying they're afraid of, you know, saying something, doing something, whatever, but they question whether or not that's the way they should do it. Do they have the confidence? Things like that. Yeah. They research it. And they bing they, it. 
Exactly. Just kidding. <laughs> Bing. <laughs> Google. They, they, they go to, to Yahoo <laughs> and, and type it in. That's right. Or the Bing. Is Bing the dog? No, Bing's Microsoft search engine. Oh, right. is there like a little icon? I don't know. I, I've never binged anything in my life. I'm sorry. <laughs> there was, I, I don't know. I thought it was like Bing... And then it was like Lycos. Remember that one? Oh yeah, yep, Lycos. And uh, there was yeah, there. Was, I remember the dog one you're talking about from back in the day, the search engine. Yeah, there was one called like Spider Search or something like that too. It was like a. You know. I think we just lost everybody, Mark. <laughs> yeah, like what are you guys talking about? We're talking about search engines from like the '90s and early 2000s before you could just search and Google things. <laughs> Hang on, let me pull out my pager and check and see if anybody's. That's right, Mike Tebo <laughs> or Teva. Well, I don't remember. What? Treo. Don't my Treo. Tre- <laughs> Hang on. Let me, I got to write this down in my Palm Pilot. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's, all right. Come on, everybody back in the bus. That's right. Okay. Um, so we're, we're talking about trust here. The first thing that we talked about was relationships. The second thing was ju- judgment and expertise. So, mm-hmm. you know, your, your quality of making decisions, of solving problems, the speed to do that. And, uh, you know, do you learn from those things? You, you humble during those processes. So people look for that judgment and expertise. Mm-hmm. Third component. The third component of trust. Thank you. I, <laughs> that was perfect. All right. This, this one's pretty simple. And, but this is also a problem that a lot of people have is consistency. Mm. Oh. Preach. 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 Oh, Yes. So, uh, I mean, really, what, what creates success in life? What builds trust in life? What, what builds a bank account, for crying out loud? Consistency. Yeah. Yeah. So if you think about the trust account that we talked about earlier in, in this show, um, if you make deposits in that trust account all the time, every single day, maybe you, you pick up the phone and call somebody every single day just to say, Mark, how you doing? We're great friends. I just want to check in on you. Just do that to somebody different every single day, and you'll be like, Wow. I just built this massive network of trustworthy people that have great relationships with me. And, but it's consistent mm-hmm. and role models, leaders, um, you know, if you're an executive in a company, one of the key aspects that your employees seek out is consistency. Why? Because they know what you expect from them and they know what to do in the company. There's clarity and consistency. So that clarity and consistency creates trust, that's a really important part of this. If you do something different every day, nobody's going to trust you for anything mm-hmm. because we're not going to know what, what to expect from you. And then the other part of this is consistently honoring your commitments and promises. Mm-hmm. It, it's like being on time for something. And let's say, I mean, one, one of the things um, my, my crew at Remax, like if I have a, I have a video shoot or something like that. Uh, I do a lot of teleprompter reads of sending out videos, announcing things. You mentioned more on video a lot. I mean, the reality is I'm always a few minutes early to those videos. Mm-hmm. And w- I was like two minutes late one day and they're like, what's going on? <laughs> You're always here on time. I'm like, I just, you know, I missed it. I'm sorry. I had this other whatever it was, yeah. no excuses. They're like, okay, that's cool. So, um, but they got concerned. They didn't, they didn't like distrust me over the whole thing. They were concerned because mm. it was not how I normally do it. Same thing with your health, same thing with your relationships. I mean, do you, and I know you do this, you have a great relationship with your family. Do you tell them so many times a day you love them? Yeah. Do you spend dedicated time with them? Do you, do you get rid of the electronics to spend your attention with them? Things like that. Uh, I mean, you even go, Camping and go oh, yeah. to the woods we with do them it and stuff all. like that. Road trips yeah. and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You got you. You're a great dad. You know that? <laughs> Thanks, Adam. <laughs> you're welcome, Mark. 
So, um, you know, it's, it's following through on these commitments and, and focusing. And here's the, here's the other thing, being willing to go above and beyond for mm. people. Give them more than they expect consistently. Mm. And that massively builds trust. Yeah. In in a relationship, in a in a business setting, things like that. It's and everybody says under promise over deliver. Well, just promise and deliver. How's that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So let's and start there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So give your brand promise and stick to it. What is the brand promise of Mark? What is the brand promise of Adam? What is the brand promise of listener? And think about that. So that's I mean, that's the takeaway that I want everybody to go away from this podcast with is sit down and say, what is my brand promise? Do I do it consistently? Do I work on my relationships? And do I exercise good judgment and expertise in this? That's awesome. Yeah. And I think, you know, these three simple ways to build trust are something that will also build your business that will build your network. Um, you know, I look at, uh, you know, I've been in business with Brand Viva now for uh, six years, um, and I started off with nothing, you know, um, and then here I am six years later, and you know, business has been great, and uh, and I look at at uh, how I've grown my network, and it has just been doing these three three things. You know, I've grown relationship by being you know trustworthy and consistent, and then that person then refers me to somebody else, and it just has grown organically like that over the past years. So, um, so for anyone who's looking of, of how do I grow my business or, or get more contacts, well, start by building uh, trust. That's right. Thanks for being on today, everybody. We appreciate you. Mark has some closing words to say in that amazing <laughs> voice. If you're ready to create personal and business success, make sure to subscribe to this podcast and head over to wherever you get your books and order Start With a Win, the book. For more great content, you can go to startwithawin.com. And until next time, start with a win. Start with a win.